What a year it's been. 2023 has been an amazing year, to say the least. A lot of ups, a few downs here and there. I'll, if I had to give it a ratio, I'll give it a 65 to 35 good time to bad time ratio. Don't call me weird. That's just how I measure my years. And I'm not going to lie. This has been one of the better, one of the best years in recent memory, to be real with you. Um, and it's been on a, my, like, I feel like my life has been on an upward trend, you know, and this year, this year has been a continuation of that upward trend. So 2023, thank you. I truly appreciate it. Before we even get into this episode, hey, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today? I'm your host, Khalil Green, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Almighty Show! <laughs> I love doing that. I really do. Um, how are y'all doing today? I hope y'all doing well. You made it to the season finale give it up for yourselves give it up man oh you guys are amazing you guys are really amazing this year has been amazing to me i will say that and i truly do hope it's been amazing to y'all you know like i said a lot of good times a decent amount of bad times but i wouldn't have it any other way to be honest um we've witnessed a lot of amazing things happen in this year and a lot of terrible things happened this year it's still free the congo free sudan and free palestine but you know with all the madness came the beauty we had a lot of good movies to come out a lot of good video games uh some good music i mean a lot of artists that had improved on their craft and it caught us all by surprise and you know some just bursting onto the scene you know a lot of amazing things happen, you know, in 2023. For me personally, um, just being able, the highlight of my year was just being able to enjoy myself uh, this summer, being able to meet some amazing friends this summer, um, having an amazing internship, really get a career started for myself. And also seeing my friends graduate too. Like it's been a long road, you know, getting to that finish line. So it's amazing seeing them cross that finish line and, just continue to inspire me as I go on my journey and crossing that same finish line, you know. But with all that being said, I know you've seen the title of this episode. I know you have. And if you've been on this show, if you've been listening to this show for, you know, the last two years, then you know that we have a tradition. We wasn't even able to do it last year, but let's not talk about that. Let's let's chill out. Let's chill out. I know, I understand you're mad at me for not doing it last year. And look, I'm not going to make no excuses because it is what it is. What can I say? But we're going to continue this tradition from here on out. Okay? We're going to continue this tradition. We're going to continue the annual wrap-up awards. Well, hold on. God. I should really think of a new title for this award show. Um, but yeah, we're doing the annual wrap-up awards, not sponsored by Trojan. Not sponsored, but still wrap it up. Still wrap it up. But yeah, 2023, like I said, it's been an amazing year. A lot to up, 
a lot of ups and a decent amount of downs. Um, but we made it to the conclusion of this year. You feel me? Another successful year in my book. And I hope another successful year in y'all book as well. You know, but as you all know about this award show, um, I basically just go over, you know, the movie of the years, the songs of the years, the TV shows, uh, new friends, most improved. I just got random categories, crunched it all down into 10 categories. Okay. 10 categories. Just to summarize this year, really. Um, all the winners of this award will all be personally invited to a free session of being on the Almighty Show. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. I'm just playing. I really don't know what other reward I could give y'all for real. Um, I might be having to work on like making trophies or something like that and actually sending it out. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But without further ado, let's get into it. So to start it all off, we have um, movie of the year. Now with the nominations, you know, we have No One Will Save You, which was a really good alien movie that my brother put on. Uh, we watched it around Holly, uh, Halloween time. Uh, it came on Hulu. It wasn't in theaters or anything like that. Um, but yeah, really good, really good horror movie, really good alien movie. And it's been a while since I've seen a good alien horror movie. You feel me? Um, the movie just did it right. The plot was actually really good. Um, the alien, uh, visual effects was just top notch, especially for a Hulu movie. Um, they did, they did their thing. Thizzle. I don't know who directed it, but they did their thing Thizzle, with that movie. Um, before I even go on, um, with the rest of the nominations, um, this is all my opinion. So if you have a problem with these awards and who winning, come do something about it. No, I'm just playing. But, um, yeah, this is all my opinion. So if you think differently, sure, let me know who you think should have won. And yeah. Um, so yeah, to keep going, uh, second will be they call Tyrone. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but it was his directorial debut. Uh, it debuted on Netflix. It had featured Jamie Foxx and an amazing cast. Uh, the plot was amazing. The the story, well, that's the same. The story was great. The acting was amazing. The aesthetic of the movie was phenomenal. Everything about They Clone Tyrone was just all around amazing. Um, for the third nomination, I have Knock at the Cabin, uh, which was based at, uh, off the book Cabin at the End of the World, uh, featured Dave Batista. I forgot who. Oh, um, M. Night Shyamalan directed this movie. One of my favorite movies this of uh, this year, to be real with you. Uh, I love the plot of it. Basically, uh, these four strangers come at this, uh, come to this cabin. Uh, it was these two adults, two parents and their kid taking a vacation at this cabin. And these four strangers came up to the cabin telling them like, Hey, yo, the end of the world is about to happen. And one of y'all got to die in order to prevent it. And so it was just a really good psychological thriller of uh, being able to just, you know, it was really tense. The whole movie, it was just so tense, you know? So 
I love that movie. Dave Bautista acted his ass off in that movie. Uh, it's between him and John Cena for the best WWE wrestlers turned actors. And I won't lie, Dave Bautista did his things with with his movie. So you know he might got bumped up, you know, over John Cena. But that's another combo for another time. Um, and to wrap it all up, ironically enough, uh, Creed Three, which featured uh, Michael B. Jordan and his directorial debut. Uh, Jonathan Majors, who just went through some crazy stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Tessa Thompson, she also did her thing in that movie. Um, and yeah, just a continuation of the Creed franchise, which is a spinoff of the Rocky franchise. And I'm not gonna lie, John, uh, Michael B. Jordan really did his thing with his uh, directorial debut. Um, you could tell it, it had a lot of inspirations from uh, anime uh, within the fighting scenes and things like that. Um, and I th- honestly believe it made the movie even better, you know, because of those, um, because of those anif- anime, uh, influences. So yeah, Creed 3, ah, it's one of my favorite Creed's. I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favorite Creed's between this and, uh, the second Creed. But, um, yeah, those are the four nominations, but the winner of movie of the year is Drum roll, please. <sighs> they clone Tyrone. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> they clone Tyrone. Like I said, one. It was my favorite movie of the year. I'm not gonna lie. I was just obsessing over it at, when it came out. I watched it when it first came out, and it was just such an amazing movie. I had to tell all my family and friends to watch it. I love the messaging within the movie. I love the theme of the movie. The 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 plot, the actors, the lines, everything about the movie, they just went crazy on, you know, they all put their heart and soul into it and it turned out amazing. So yeah, give it up for a day clone Tyrone, y'all give it up. Um, Yeah, moving on, we have show of the year. So it's kind of weird for a show of the year, you know, um, actors and writers went on a strike and the strike ended up working in their benefit. Thank heavens. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just really ecstatic to see that the actors and the writers, the background uh, people are actually getting their due diligence when it comes to like fair payment, you know, doing these movies. You know, a lot of these people have been getting ripped off from streaming services and a lot of these greedy executives really have tried to like do everything in their power to get rid of these actors. And it's really messed up and shows the greed, you know, that they mentioned in the Bible, <laughs> these execs have. So, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, here's the nominations for a show of the year. First off, we have Gen V, which is a spinoff of the show, the boys really, really good show. Um, caught me off guard, caught me by surprise. I didn't expect myself to fall in love with this show. Um, really good acting. I love how the plot really pushed, you know, what was going to happen in season four of the boys. Uh, yeah. Gen V, uh, to start off these nominations, uh, Loki two. Uh, Loki 2 really put Marvel on its back you know what I'm saying a continuation obviously of season 1 um, with Loki trying to get all this multiverse stuff you know put together under wraps 
And things just went to shit. But I'm not going to lie. Spoiler alert. I love the ending of it. And it was pretty smooth considering, you know, the Jonathan Majors situation. You know, Jonathan Majors was Kang, the Conqueror for the MCU. And the ending of Loki 2 really is going to make that transition from Kang the Conqueror. You know, as Jonathan Majors got fired immediately. Um, It's really going to make the transition of like Kang not even being like necessary for like the future of marvel um and yeah i really liked how they how they tied up loki's character arc it's like it's almost as if he's the original loki because you know the original loki died in infinity war so to see that the first avengers loki go through this character arc you know and actually you know essentially come become like the same loki that died in infinity war um it's pretty cool to see. Pretty cool to see. Um, second show, I mean the third show on the nominations, The Fall of the House of Usher. Now I know this is really uh catching everybody by surprise. Uh it caught me by surprise too, but I will say I'm a sucker for murder mysteries. Not even gonna lie. Um I love a good murder mystery, like knives out, the glass iron, all that. Um, but not only did they have the murder mystery aspect on the show, they had the creepy effect, you know, the creepy vibes within this show. Uh, it was released around Halloween. I love horror movies. On top of that, you know, so double bias off off rip. Finna be really triple bias. Uh, uh, the story of the fall of the House of Usher is basically a billionaire and his family are all dying mysteriously one by one and they don't know what's going on they don't know how each of his kids are dying but you know like the typical billionaire this family got their money you know through you know eyebrow raising uh methods you know what i'm saying but the story in this show the characters within this show um, really beautiful, really amazing to see. The acting was phenomenal. The production was just top tier. And they Netflix really did their shit when it came to these shows, you know. Even though it fucked Netflix for raising the prices, they did their shit. I'm not gonna lie. I ain't, you know, I'm a I'm not a hater 24-7, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like 23-6, you feel me? I give props when they when they do. So uh yeah. Fall of the House of Usher, uh, the third movie on his nomination list. And finally, Attack on Titan season four. Season four, the finale, top tier. And it was amazing to see Attack on Titan finally come to a conclusion. Um, seeing Aaron Yeager, you know, fulfill this prophecy within itself. And it's just so crazy to me to see the main character at the start of the show end up becoming the final villain of the show. Like, that's just, that's just, that's cinema. That's cinema. Like, that's how you make a story. Uh, this anime was, it was top tier. And don't be surprised when you start seeing a lot of people start putting this in, like, some of the greatest animes of all time discussion. Because it truly do deserve the greatest of all time, you know, title, you know, based off the ending of the show. Um, I really liked how they wrapped everything up, wrapped up a lot of storylines. I really liked how a lot of these characters developed in season four. 
and yeah you know one of my favorite animes ever finally coming to a close it was bittersweet i felt empty towards the ending of the show i didn't know what to do with my life but yeah you know we live to see another day um so yeah shout out to season four of attack on titan and with all those great shows being mentioned only one can be a winner so the show of the year goes to Jamal, please Gen V. Yes, it caught me off guard. Gen V. Uh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't expecting myself to love this show as much as I did. Um, such an amazing show. Like I said, the story, the characters, the plot, the action, everything was just amazing. You know, it was like a breath of fresh air, even for the boys, which already is a breath of fresh air for the superhero genre. You know, so. Hats off to Gen V. I really loved the ending of the show. Even though it was only eight episodes, I loved how it ended. And, you know, it was basically a continuation until, I mean, until um, season four of The Boys. So I'm excited for that, too. Um, I also wanted to put in Abbott season two, but I feel like Abbott season two ended at such a weird time you know with the strike happening and all that so it was it wouldn't be fair for me to put Abbott season two in this mug really um so yeah now we're getting to song of the year all right y'all song of the year it was a little hard picking this i'm not gonna lie um first and foremost so many so many amazing music was being dropped Oh, so much amazing music has been dropped this year. Um, amazing music from amazing artists on putting out amazing albums. You feel me? So the nominations for a song of the year. Uh, Not a Drill by V's. One of my favorite songs by him. Not gonna lie. He went crazy. Um, Agora Hills by Doja Cat. I'm surprised I really like that song. Um, especially from Doja Cat's crazy satanic ass. But hey, you know, she's problematic as fuck, but so are a lot of these celebrities at this point who isn't problematic. Um, so yeah, Agora Hills by Doja Cat, uh, The Concrete Cypher by uh, Concrete Boys. Look, I know it's not technically a song, but fuck y'all, that went crazy. And it also debuted Caribou, one of the shining young stars on concrete boys even though they're all really talented camo draft day dc2 trail and of course lil yachty they're all talented but we we're really seeing the star emerge you know within uh concrete boys and gals you know with caribou so yeah that cypher went really crazy it had everybody going nuts everybody was going wild listening to that mug because everybody on that um on that uh freestyle just went crazy so yeah, that's that's one of my uh, nomination uh, nominations for song of the year, and last but not least, first person shooter by J Cole and well by Drake and J Cole. Man, it was amazing to see two of the greatest go at it. Two of the greatest of our generations go head to head. You know, to see Cole wash him was even crazier. I'm not gonna lie, but that's Jermaine Cole. He going to do that to anybody. You feel me? He went on a crazy feature run this year. And what what else did you expect from Cole? So, yeah. And the winner for song of the year 
goes to first person shooter by Drake and J. Cole. Uh, I know it was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, seeing that Drake and J. Cole finally collabed again after all these years, man, like just amazing. And then on top of that, for them to go on tour together, like I just I'm just really excited for all that. Um, first person shooter was like it was a genuinely good song. Like, not even like all that other stuff aside, yeah, Cole was Drake. It's down a third, but it was genuinely a good song. They picked a beat that both of them can do amazing on, and they both delivered. It just so happened that J. Cole is J. Cole, and J. Cole is going to do what J. Cole do, which is wash anybody who's not named J. Cole. All right, let me chill out with this glazing. I'm chilling. My fault, bro. My fault, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm glazing. My fault. But yeah, that song was tough as hell. Um, definitely my song of the year. Um, seeing two of my favorite artists ever collab uh, on one song and it delivers, I just, you know, that was just tough to me. And for it, that to be the song to beat the Michael Jackson record, it's crazy. R.I.P. Michael. But your record got broken, bro. I'm not letting that happen if that was me. Just saying. Um, Now we have album of the year. Album of the year, it was low-key kind of difficult too because like i said i loved a lot of different uh pieces of music that came out this year so yeah it, it was hard so the nominations for album of the year we have let's start here by lil yachty um really good rebrand for lil yachty and ever since this album he's just been on a tear really um this is really you know his year you know uh we have a gift and a curse by Gunna. It was amazing that Gunna was able to drop this album, um, especially with all the the rat allegations, the snitch allegations. Even though he didn't snitch, you know how these internet thugs are and how these fake wannabe uh, thug rappers are. Um, they try to blackball him from the industry, but for him to come out with no features, one producer for the whole album, and to go crazy to produce a TikTok song, a banger. And like just have an album full of solid hits. Shout out to Young Gunna Wonder, man. Young Gunna Wonder. Uh Larger Than Life by Brent Fayez. A surprise drop. Um, nobody was expecting this. Uh for Timbaland to uh executive produce this album, uh, to have features from Lauren Hill, ASAP Rocky. Man, Brent just delivers, bro. Like that's all he do. He don't do anything else but be toxic and deliver. So, um, pretty, really, really, really good album that I really messed with. Um, and last but not least, Utopia by Travis Scott. I will continue to say this. Travis Scott does not have a bad album at all. No matter how long it takes for him to make an album, just know he's going to perfect it. Just like how Rockstar is going to make sure they have a good game coming out on porn release. Travis Scott is going to make sure he has an amazing album upon release. And he, you can tell he puts a lot of thoughts and dedication into his craft because none of his albums disappoint, whether it's the rollout, whether it's the music, the concerts, like he does it all. So shout outs to Travis, uh, Travis, man. Shout out to Travis. With all that being said, the album of the year of our Lord 2023 is, drum roll please. 
Larger than life by Brent Fires. Woo. I'm just playing. Gee, I really mess with this album. Like, I'm telling you, I do not think Brent misses at all. Like, of course, all of these people, they don't miss. They did not miss at all with any of these albums. I promise you they didn't. But it was just something about Brent, bro. Like, he, for, for it to be a surprise drop, and for it to be that amazing of quality, especially right, coming out right after, like a year after uh, Wasteland, which was a banger. Gee, Brent Fires really did his thing, bro. And I'm more of an R&B type of nigga. I like melodic shit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would take melodic over, like, rap. Um, Like, I love listening to, to R&B and stuff. So that's probably a bias. But at the end of the day... um. I just think Larger Than Life was amazing. I, I didn't expect for Timbaland and Brent Fias to collab. It was the collab that we needed but didn't deserve, you know? I didn't expect for their sounds to, like, match up so well, you know? Who would have thought? But I, I said the same thing about Brent and Tyler, the creator, so, you know, you never know. Um, And to round out the music section, we have Artist of the Year. This could go either way. Feel me? A lot of emerging hot stars. A lot of legends cementing their legacies. You know? And a lot of people improving who they were. And uh, really showing the world their true talent. You feel me? For Artist of the Year. Nominations. We have Jermaine Cole. What else do I need to say? No need. He had an amazing feature run. Uh, didn't even drop anything this year, but just was killing every single song he was on, whether it was with BTS members, Lil Yachty, Drake. It didn't matter. Everybody got the smoke. Everybody got the business, and he went crazy. Uh, Young Gunna wanna. I mean, beating the snitch allegations, coming back home from jail just to drop a banger. One of his, mm, I don't know if I want to say one of his best. I'm my fault. I almost got ahead of myself, but he dropped an absolute banger. It's too early to say if it's one of his best. I'll be honest. Too early to say all that. Um, we also have Lil Yachty at number three for these nominations. Lil Yachty like rebrand is crazy. He hung out with Drake, helped him in Twenty One Savage make a make her loss, and ever since then he's just been going crazy. You feel me? Um, what what more can I say? He's been able to elevate his rap group, the Concrete Boys and Gals. Um, really starting to make a stake, make his or claim his stake within this uh, society. You know, within the youth of society. You know, he had the Concrete Cipher. He had his solo step in Concrete Cipher with AMP. He also had um. His little EP he had with Strike, uh, Slide, you know, the kind uh, the AMP Cypher. He just been going crazy. He, he he went crazy this year. He saw 2023 on his calendar, circled that mug, and said, it's mine. Lips salivating. 2022 not even over yet. Lips just salivating. Talk about it's mine. That sounded crazy. I'm not going to lie. But... <laughs> And to round it all off, round off all the uh, Artists of the Year award or nominees, 
we have none other than the hood hottest princess, Sexy Red. Coming from your favorite, very own St. Louis, USA. Sexy Red burst onto the scene, took over the summer, made the Hoochie Daddy anthem, made the Hoochie Mama anthem. Got guys shaking their dread, got the good girls looking for the hoes, and got everybody saying ski. None other than Miss Sexy Red. And the winner of Artists of the Year goes to J. Cole. I said it. I know he did not drop any project. I understand. You might be outraged at that. Understandably so. But he did not miss on a single feature. He took a ton of features this year. Like You, you can count them up. Every single feature he has not missed. Oh, God. Not a bad verse. Not even a bad... Uh, not even a bad punchline. He went crazy. J. Cole did not miss this year. Lil Yachty ain't miss. I'll be real. Sexy Red had a run. Gunna, he's beating the allegations and proving everybody wrong. Shout out to all these artists. Like, I hate that I've, I'm even putting them together or putting them up against each other. But shout out to all these artists. They all went crazy. But J. Cole is my MVP for Artist of the Year. You know, feel me? Um, one last one. Um, we have Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Um, pretty tough one. I'm gonna be real. It wasn't too many games that I was like too much of a fan of for real this year, and it's it's probably because I'm a casual gamer. Uh, apparently, all the people that like take games serious. I don't know what it is, but every person that claims to be a serious gamer is is in love with fantasy games. And I'm I'm gonna be real, I just can't do fantasy, bro. Like I tried. I tried. I just can't do it. You feel me? It's not for me. So you know shout out to Boulder Gate 3. But it's just it's not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea at all. You feel me? Um but yeah game of the year. It's nothing too crazy for real. Um, the nominations, well, there were some really good games this year. I, I, let me chill. I'm, I'm capping. My fault. There were some really good games this year. I'm not going to lie. Um, we even got a GTA 6 trailer. I mean, that means something. You feel me? We actually got a GTA 6 trailer. It's coming in 2025. I'm not even complaining for real because we know Rockstar is going to deliver. Um, they delivered on Red Dead Redemption 2, delivered on Bully. And they delivered on the Grand Theft Auto series. So if it's one thing about Rockstar is they're going to take their time. They're not going to have a Cyberpunk 2077. They're going to release their game and the game is not going to have crazy bugs upon release date. You feel me? So I don't mind waiting. I'm staying alive to 2025. I'm not no hoodlum out here acting crazy. You feel me? Um. So, yeah. But let's get on to the nominations. Um, to start off our nominations, we have Spider-Man 2. You know, it was Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Um, we got to see the Venom suit. Uh, we saw Sandman again, saw the Sinister Six. 
really saw Craven. He was like the main villain for real for a majority of the game. And Craven was done amazingly. I really fucked with uh this addition of Craven for real. And like, yeah, it was just tough. It was so tough to me. I loved being able to uh see Venom knowing how he plays and just seeing him in the game was just amazing. You know, everybody was already excited for the black suit from the trailer, but just playing it, bro. Different. Just different. Um, God of War 2. I mean, I said 2. God of War Ragnarok. One of the coldest games. I'm a big God of War fan. Like, um, I don't know if that counts as fantasy, but it has to do with like mythology and stuff like that. Um, I really fuck with the God of War series. I even had God of War on like my PSP back when that was a thing. God of War just went crazy to me. I really messed with it. Um, and yeah, like the storyline was was beautiful. Seeing the uh transformation of Kratos from this god killing machine to like this dude who's just trying to be a dad, take care of his son, live with his wife, you know. And getting bothered by all these other gods, you know. He only kill niggas now when he gets stepped up to. He the only nigga that be standing on business. These other guys be popping their shit and then try to hide their hand, you know. But he gonna finish it. He gonna make sure the job is done. You know, so shout out to Kratos. And the son too. His son go crazy. Um, Number three. I'm gonna be real. I don't even think... <laughs> These next two, they it don't even matter, bro. I'm gonna be real. Like it's it's between God of War and Spider Man. Sorry to spoil it with y'all. I know I'm, I get it. I'm sorry, but for real, let's be for real. Uh, next two was NBA 2K24. The only good thing about it was it bringing crossplay into um 2K. It's been long overdue. Everybody's been asking for it, and yeah, like. I'm just really that's one of the the biggest things that I like about well that's the only real thing that I like about 2K24 to be real and uh, same with Madden I'm not a Madden guy but you know it was pretty cool being able to uh, play uh, cross platform against your PS4 friends so that's pretty cool for the Madden community really but ignore that shit between the two the game of the year goes to Roll, please. God of War Ragnarok. Now, dog, I didn't tell you, bro. God of War Ragnarok was amazing. It was beautiful, really beautiful. We ain't see a God of War game in five years. Same with the uh, Spider-Man game. I'm not gonna lie, but still, we ain't seen God of War in five years. And to watch the character development of Kratos of his son. Um, seeing like the storyline, bro. Like the storyline was beautiful. The gameplay is amazing. This God of War is the only reason why I wanted to buy a PS Five. To be very real with you, like Spider Man, that's cool. That's cool. I play it and I'll be done with it. But God of War, I'm invested in it. I've been invested in the God of War games for a very long time, very very long time. And to see the progression of this character, you know, as he go through the different mythologies and stuff like that, man, it's so beautiful, bro. And then on top of that, they're releasing a DLC, which is basically a whole new game for free. You don't see that nowadays, but that's how it should be done. That's how it should be done. These guys, these other um, companies, they only doing it for a quick buck. 
they only do it for a quick buck. A lot of pay to win systems, you know, pay to level up quicker and stuff like that. That shit is trash, bro. You know, just because you can make more of a profit for something don't mean you should always do it. Sometimes the integrity of something and sometimes just do do stuff for the love of it. Do stuff because you actually want to push and advance the industry that you're in, not just for the bread, you know. And I really love um, Blizzard. I think that's the studio name. I really love that they did this, you know. So shout out to God of War. Ragnarok. All right, we're down to the nitty gritty, y'all. The last three awards. There's no nominations for these awards because the nominations will go on and on and on and on and on. So we're only just going to announce the winner. So for this next award, new friend of the year, this award goes to people that I did not know or I only knew of that I became significantly closer with in this year. And, you know, I don't mind making new friends. Actually, I think friends are really essential to life. You feel me? They really are. Yeah, they're really good for the soul. And even my name in Arabic means friend. <laughs> it means friend of God. Really close friend of God. Me and God like this for real, for real. Um, so new friend of the year goes to no one. No, I'm just playing. It's a four-way tie, y'all. Four-way tie, bro. Four-way tie. I know, I get it. I rigged it. Yes, I rigged it. What you gonna do about it? This is a dictatorship, not a democracy. Get that out your head. The Meet the Blacks group chat, which features Javon, Montanay, Alana, and I. Um, I did not expect myself to become so close with these guys um, over the summer. Really, really, really cool people that, you know, made my summer so much more fun than what it already was, you know, and it wouldn't be the same without them. You feel me? Um, being able to be with them, even though it was only for like two months of the summer, it still felt like a lifetime. Like it felt like I knew these dudes forever. Crazy. Is it because I'm just good at making friends or is it because we was actually close? Who knows? But I will say this. Those are my dogs. I really mess with them. And shout out to them, man. Shout out to Javon. Shout out to Lana. Shout out to Nate. And I'll text y'all tonight. <laughs> For the most improved player award. This can mean a whole lot. This really can. This can mean, you know, you know, whatever you got going on financially or improving yourself just as a person or just really leveling up in life. And however you may seem fit. And that can go with all of my friends, all of my family, because every single person is always improving. And that's the type of people I strive to be around. Someone that's always growing, who's always pushing outside their comfort zone, growing outside their box. And yeah. So this most improved player of 2023 award goes to None other than Bailey Sims. Congrats, Black. Come, congrats, Bax. <laughs> yeah, Bailey, you graduated this year. Um, moved out to LA. You're doing what you love right out of college. That is so tough. 
you're going to the right place to really make it big in the area that you want to like have a career in. And not only is that like really cold, but like not too many people can say the same that they're doing that. So shout outs to you. You know, you've been an avid supporter since day one. So and you've been on this show already. You got to be on again. We had to get you on again. Um. So, yeah, shout out to you, Bailey. You the real MVP, the most improved player also. Um. Yeah, you did your shit this year, Bax. Congrats, man. Congrats. It's my dog. And last but not least, the most valuable player. The name alone, you already know what it means. You already know what it means. And the winner for the most valuable player is you all. Yes, you. The audience. Thank you to all of y'all who watches, who listens, and who supports on a daily basis every once in a while, whatever the case may be. I'm, I've been on an amazing journey, not only in my life, but with this show also. The show has grown so much since it started. So, so much. And the numbers of people who's listening the numbers of people who supporting has only been growing and growing since it started. And I will say, like, it hasn't been all sunshines and rainbows, but it's always been fun. It's always been so fun being able to just talk to y'all, shoot the shit with y'all, and just watch everything grow. You know? Um, One thing I will say is I made a resolution to myself last year to release 24 episodes and to get to at least 1,500 listeners. Not only did I do those two, but I broke those records. Well, this episode finna be my 24th episode this year, but I've gained 2,000 listeners over this year. That's a lot of listeners. Probably not like Joe Rogan bald ass or Cam and Mace childish ass. But hey, look, I'm Khalil Almighty and this is the Almighty show. I'm not trying to compare myself to them. I'm focusing on what I got going on and I'm only growing from here. So thank y'all for supporting me, especially in year 2023. And yeah, 2024 is only going to bring bigger and better things our way. And the show is only going to get bigger. It's only going to get better. Better quality, better episodes, better guests, better topics, better everything, really. And I'm truly excited to really just share this journey with all of you all. So thank y'all for always listening. And hey, if you'd like to, let me know what's on your resolution list for 2024. I'm your host, Khalil Green, and I'm signing off for 2023. I'll see you all next year, only on The Almighty Show.